welcome to As Time Goes By with Rich O'Brien and Raina Lacerro. Hello, good morning. Good morning to you. Good to talk to you. Um, a lot of things going on in our world. Yes. You know, whether you're talking locally or nationally mm -hmm. or internationally. Um, but you may wonder why I sit before you attired as I am. This is game day. You know. Yes, the big game for you. For me, <laughs> yes. Um, a little explanation here for those who are not familiar with what I what we do. But uh, <clears throat> I'm a, a fan of the Alabama Crimson Tide, mm -hmm. and it happens that tonight, if you're if you're listening to this tenth day of January, tonight is the big game, as Raina has mentioned. It's the uh, national championship in college football. Now, I know a lot of people, they're into pro football around mm -hmm. here. And of course, we know that the, the coach was fired yesterday from the Broncos. Yes, uh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, but this is this is college football. And I grew up in a part of the country where college football is king. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's everything. And people do what I'm doing today, dress up as much as they can with whatever they have Mm -hmm. In the in the colors of their school. Yes. And so uh, my brother, who I always thought had a lot of good sense until the day he chose to go to Auburn, <laughs> and that's the rival of mm -hmm. Alabama mm -hmm. in football. But tonight's game is between two SEC teams, which is very rare for the national championship. Mm -hmm. In other words, two teams are in the same conference. It's a little rare. So we've already had the game once. Mm -hmm. That was the game for the for the uh, conference title. And okay. Alabama came up and beat the number one team, Georgia. Mm. Now, ironically, those two teams went into the finals and came out ahead. And so those same two teams will fight tonight. Oh, man. Yeah. How exciting. So Alabama... Versus and, Georgia. And Georgia. And where are they playing at? They're they're playing in Indianapolis. Okay. In the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Wow. Yeah. And that's, that's where uh, the a lot of, well, it's where the uh, Colts play mm -hmm. in professional football. Okay. <clears throat> the Indianapolis Colts. Mm -hmm. So that's where they'll be playing tonight. And the game is at uh, 6 our time locally. Eight o'clock Eastern time, and I I go into every game I don't care what it is mm -hmm. with trepidation. Yeah, you know I don't go in saying oh got this one. Mm -hmm. Ah, I, I I'm not that kind of a fan. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, you know I'm going. I hope we can pull it off. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Anyway, uh, that's that's coming up. Uh, I thought I would mention. Uh, something I ran into, and, and it's going to be in my column a week from this week. Okay. So that would be the 19th, the, mm -hmm. the paper comes mm -hmm. out the 19th. And uh, it, it has to do with leadership, and that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Leadership uh, defined erroneously, usually. Mm -hmm. And so I ran across something that uh, they called... Let's see, let me find it here. Oh, okay. Leadership. Ah, successful leaders avoid the following. Mm -hmm. There are six things. Now, I, I don't know where this came from. Uh, I have no idea where, you know, the mm -hmm. author of it, but I would say, okay, I give you credit. 
whoever you are, this yes. is wonderful. And here, the, here are the six things. I thought we'd discuss these. Okay. Uh, successful leaders avoid, number one, command and control leadership. Mm-hmm. Okay. Secondly, micromanaging other leaders. That's the second one. Mm -hmm. Successful leaders avoid, number three, and I want to really talk about this one, taking credit for success. Oh, that's a big one. It is. Number four, successful leaders avoid negative communication. Mm -hmm. Successful leaders avoid, number five, personal pet projects. Yeah. You know, that you push through your, your employees mm -hmm. and whatever. And number six, waiting to the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> to get it done. Yep, <laughs> right? I, I definitely get that one. <laughs> so if we could go back and look at those, Raina, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. uh, command and control leadership. What does that look like to you? To me, it looks like, you know, you have someone that comes in and just says, this is the way it is. It's my way or the highway. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't like it, you know, don't let the door hit you. <laughs> and that's, that's you, you know, when you have people that are working for you that are kind of passive, they may just, fine, I'll do it. But when you have someone under you that has a little, you know, bit of a backbone and yeah. a little say-so, you're going to run into a butting head situation where it may, it could make or break a company. Well, I, I remember in radio, uh, I was I was an anchor in this local station, mm -hmm. and the uh, the ownership hired a new manager, mm -hmm. and he projected himself into our newscasts. I thought too much, mm -hmm. and uh, there was one line that he forbade us to use. Isn't that amazing? I mean, mm -hmm. just a, it was a tease line. We called them. Right. It's, it's a line where you you say, "We'll be back after this," or or mm -hmm. the one that goes that is usual. Stick around. You know, mm -hmm. we'll be back. Stick around. Yeah. Uh, he said, "No more of that. No more. Stick around." And I contested that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I said, "It isn't important to me that we use that line, but I don't know why you're." giving us just your bias about right. the language we use. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I won't tell you how it turned out. It turned out. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the but he was the command and control leader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He came in and he said, this is the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. The second one, micromanaging other leaders. Yeah, I think that goes a lot along with command and control leaders is people that micromanage, they really kind of want to have their hand in every pot, mm -hmm. even if it's, if they've delegated a job to so-and-so, they should let so-and-so do that job. That's right. Instead of, well, yeah. you're going to do it, but you're going to do it the way I'm telling the you to I'm do it. To you do, do it. it. You know, the process is my process. Yeah. So it takes all of that creative ability from the person that was handed the job. And it's, no, I think it's good to, to bring people together. Oh, yes. Definitely. Let's say you've got several leaders. Mm -hmm. Maybe only one other mm -hmm. leader, but maybe you've got several. Mm -hmm. You come you come together for some sort of a meeting, a mm -hmm. board meeting or committee meeting, whatever it is, and you talk about it, mm -hmm. and maybe that person will see something that you have for them. Right. But that isn't the same as micromanaging. No. Where you just tell them that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip the third one and come into the fourth and fifth and sixth. Okay. Okay. The fourth one, negative communication. How does that look to you? So as a, a former manager, 
of a of a company here i learned that the best way to deliver bad news mm-hmm. was a bad news sandwich and so you start with something good uh-huh. and then you deliver the bad news and then you end with something good so it's just not just sandwich. all at the same oh. time you know like man you did this wrong this wrong this wrong you're fired or you know <laughs> you know you can always yeah. start with you you did this this was a Why? really big yeah. thing and then you Why? kind of why did you do it that way? It, you know, yeah, it, it's some, yeah, it really, yeah, it really just, it helps the person that you're communicating to, you know, whether it's one person or even in, in news media, you know, if you just, you know, the world's going to end tomorrow, yeah. you know, oh, you just yeah. open with right. that, I, it's I've just never, panic. I've never heard the sandwich thing. No, you, ha- you haven't? It, no. I don't know if it's a, if it's new or not. I that is really good. Starting mm-hmm. something good, go with whatever you have to deal with mm-hmm. the issue, mm-hmm. and then go and then go out with a, with a that's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah, I like it. The the fifth one was personal pet projects. Now I, I've seen that happen, mm-hmm. um, where you end where the leader ends up using the people that's under his control mm-hmm. to take care of some issue that he's handling personally. Yeah, a personal agenda. Uh, yeah, yeah, agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that looks like to you. I, I, I don't think I've seen that much, but that, mm-hmm. it, it shows up. I don't think I've seen it, you know, regionally. But, you know, when you look at national news, oh. it's almost like you can see it. You know, when we have our, you know, you have lobbyists that yeah. are involved. And so... Senators may vote on something because this, you know, they're going to get a pushback on this if they vote yes, rather than, oh, you know, I'll vote I the see. way I'll vote the way that my constituents want me to vote instead yeah. of, you know, some of these pet projects to be. But you'll donate a hundred million dollars to my, you know, my fund or this or that, so I'm going to vote this way because I'm going to get a kickback. So yeah. that's what kind of that's what I see at a national you, level. You have a, a handle on politics pretty good. I mean, you you see it. <laughs> Uh, a lot better than I do. I, I try to keep my mind as open and broad as I can when it comes to politics because I have never felt like it's going to cease to amaze me, the things that I see every day, every week. Oh, it's no. just, well, can you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I'd live to see the day, you know, and, and so you just have but to keep I, evolving with it. I noticed this, you, you mentioned this before we went on, um, that you really like to get away from bias, mm-hmm. even though you do have a bias. I mm-hmm. mean, everybody does, Yeah, I, I think. Mm-hmm. But having that bias shouldn't keep you from knowing what everybody thinks. That's right. right? And mm-hmm. So you, you like to open that up. So if you have a, let's say, a television or a radio uh, medium mm-hmm. that has a bias to the right, mm-hmm. let's say, you want to know what the left is thinking as well, right. and, and verse vice mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's vice versa. Yeah, I, I <laughs> did that <laughs> on purpose. I hope you know. The sixth one is waiting to the last minute. Well, that can be uh, a, a, a problem mm-hmm. if it if it has to do with certain deadlines that have right. to be met. Mm-hmm. You don't want to wait to the last. Again, mm-hmm. Have you got an experience with that? So procrastination. That's. Uh, you know, in my personal life, I feel like I might be famous for some procrastination, you know, <laughs> waiting to the last minute to get ready or to, you know, finish finish a home project or something I should have done a week ago. But um, as far as leadership goes, it can really, you know, it can really affect the entire company. Just 
it would it would show up in in uh, poor mm -hmm. decisions, wouldn't it? It would. Yeah. I find with procrastination, um, a lot of people, as they're procrastinating, they're stressing about that procrastination. Like, oh, I know I have to do it, but I'm going to push it off. And in that time, there that anxiety builds, and so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you see them start maybe lashing out or making bad decisions when it comes to, you know, the company or their work or the employers yeah. or employees yeah. that, you know, are underneath them. And so that affects, you know, well, I, another line of. I, 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 that has never been a problem of mine. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I've been involved in live radio mm -hmm. and live television. Mm -hmm. You don't wait till the last Oh, minute. no. Mm -hmm. When, when you're doing television, for instance, and you've got, uh, that floor person standing out there with his or her hand up like this, like a fist, mm -hmm. or like an open fist, mm -hmm. and counting down to you. You can't put off the fact that you're going to hit zero, mm -hmm. and you've got to start doing what you do. That's right. So I, I live by that. And so it, it, it hits our house mm -hmm. I mean, because I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I, I'm set. Mm -hmm. I'm out in the car. I've got yep. it running. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let's let's take off now. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's go back up there to that third one. Okay. Taking credit for success. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's a big one. That is a big one. Because if you're working with other people, mm -hmm. well, I have an example. Okay. Uh, football coach, legend, Paul Bryant. Mm -hmm. Now, I admit to my bias here. Mm -hmm. This is the bear. Okay. He, if people who know about college football know that he was the, uh, the, the very famous coach at Alabama. Okay. He put it this way. I love this. He says, if anything goes bad, I did it. If anything goes semi-good, we did it. Mm -hmm. If anything goes really good, then you did it. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes, he said, to get people to win football games for you. Yep. Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. Apply that then to whatever we do, mm -hmm. whether it's a company we work for or our classrooms or, you know, mm -hmm. wherever we find ourselves. Um, if we give credit to other people when we really did do it, mm -hmm. what happens in that arrangement? You start empowering the people that are underneath you so they'll keep working harder and, you know, their success is your success and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And that's that's really what it's all about, you know, no I and team and, you know, give credit when credit's due. Yeah, I, w I would like to, uh, I would like to, if I'm a leader, I would like to make people feel like they had a part. Maybe I did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was... The success mm -hmm. in this particular project, mm -hmm. but what good does it do if I go on and on about what I've done, what I've done, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. and I've heard that and seen that. Mm -hmm. When if I turn that to someone or other people in the company or the the, the, the place I'm working, and say, you know, you really did a good job, mm -hmm. you made it possible for us to accomplish this. I, I like to see that. I think that's that value. Yeah, I think so too. With people. So taking credit for success, that's one of those things you want to avoid. It mm -hmm. says successful leaders avoid mm -hmm. uh, taking credit for success. Yeah. Well, 
That's okay. I want to I want to mention a couple of other things, and you may have something uh, on your agenda list. Um, I'm I'm interested and concerned for our country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not a an official person in any way. I don't have any kind of, uh, of a position. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I fear what looks like what, in my view, socialism creeping, maybe not so creeping, maybe coming pretty fast Mm -hmm. into our government, you know, those, those, so how do you define it? What is socialism to you? And then I'll tell you what I think. Okay, so socialism to me looks like, you know, we have major industries, businesses, and the government steps in and begins to mandate or start controlling, you know, that free enterprise, that, what, what that looks like. Um, you know, that's to me what socialism looks like when the government steps into, to the private sector and Mm -hmm. says, we know better, let us handle this. You know, they did it with healthcare. They've done it with our education and, and not so, you know, the result of those isn't always the best thing. So that's what socialism looks like to me is the government stepping into the private sector so it has to be funded. If you have socialism, it has to be funded. That's right. And it's funded by the people, obviously. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Mm-hmm. So here's a, an interesting aspect, an interesting part of that. I agree with what you've just said. Mm-hmm. This is a place, we live in a place called the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a reason it's called United States. Yes. That's because each state has its own government. Mm-hmm. It has certain responsibilities to the national mm-hmm. government, but the national government is not supposed to run the states. Am I right? That is correct. <laughs> and so uh, if we have a law, let's say here in Colorado, that differs from just across the line over here in, mm-hmm. in uh, Kansas, mm-hmm. then we may wish to live over there. Mm-hmm. Because we don't like a law over here, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. versa. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems to me that from what I see and hear on television and radio, that we're moving away from that freedom of those states. And we're getting laws passed Mm -hmm. by the U.S. state, a U.S. Senate, Mm -hmm. or the House of Representatives that affect every state that's right. As a law, mm-hmm. and so that that state does not have that power anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that where we are? I, I think we're going towards that, and a lot of it, I believe, is because the United States, the people of the United States, have blinders on because we let the media control what we see, what we pay attention to. Um, so something a lot of people may not know right now, and I can't tell you, you know, cite specifically what the bill is, but you know. The Democrats are really pushing federal voting laws so that every state follows the same laws. And they think that this will avoid in, you know, so there's no election integrity issues. Well, if every state follows the same laws, then then everything's going to be fine. Whereas, you know, each individual state has in their constitution what their voting laws are. It's, It's their laws. And so when the federal government comes in and says, 
but we know better. So that overrides that local state law. That's right. That's right. And, you know, you take it all the way down to, you know, that means Kiowa County doesn't follow Colorado state voting laws. We would then follow the United States government state voting laws. Uh And so it's just one of those issues that, you know, we're going to lose the right to decide as a state and as people of a state Mm -hmm. how our elections are managed. And that's, that's the sneaky part yes. of it, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. In other words, it sounds good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds good to say, oh, this way we have this integrity. We have this oneness. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. But on the other hand, if we do that, it's like, as you said, mm-hmm. we lose our local autonomous control. That's right. Huh. It's hard enough in an election to feel like your vote matters because my vote may counteract your vote mm-hmm. and it goes down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we lose that state, that feeling of we're in a state, you know, it's, I should look it's at called Colorado. states' yeah. rights. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. When yeah. I look at, you know, an election and I know that I'm voting within my state, it's me against the population in the state. But when I'm voting, you know, as a whole entire America, it's me against how many, you know, million people. Yeah. You know, it, you yeah. start losing that sense of I, I matter, I can make a difference, I can make a change in my community, because you're not voting for your community, you're voting on a federal level, and it it, it just it, it perverts the Constitution, that is, is what it does. It perverts, that's right. The Constitution, both of the United States and those local states. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, I, I hear that. I, I don't like it. I don't either. So... Uh, Let's vote against it. <laughs> yes. Well, and you know, unfortunately, that's not something I think that goes to the voters. That goes no, to the people goes. that we elected to make these decisions for us. And right now, depending on which you know which way the wind blows, we don't know who we who we can trust and who actually has the best yeah. interest. There's a bigger issue. Well, I don't know if it's bigger. Mm-hmm. It's louder, and that is what's going to happen in the midterm mm-hmm. elections. Mm-hmm. That could that could uh, have a great effect. Yes. On uh, on what happens to local states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Wow. That's right. There's a lot of big elections that are going to be happening in November of this year statewide mm-hmm. for Colorado and all states throughout the country. And yeah. if we look at Virginia, you know, they had a was it a special oh. election that they had just you know several months ago? Yeah. Yeah. And they turned the tide. You know, Virginia always votes blue. You know. And now Virginia is a red state. They made themselves loud and clear blue, that blue is generally thought of as Democrats. Yeah, mm-hmm. and red is uh, Republicans. Mm-hmm. And if you're purple, you're an independent. You're that's somewhere right. in between. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> that's the term I understand uh-huh. that they use. You know the the news talking about the news. Mm-hmm. As you know, I was in the news for ages. Right. And um, we did the news. In other words. Uh, if there was a, an automobile accident, we and we got the word of it. Mm-hmm. We reported it that evening. But what we did not do was say what bias there is involved mm-hmm. in it. In other words, uh, I know Bill Jones, and he was in that automobile accident, mm-hmm. and it was not his fault. Mm-hmm. You take that to the national level, or even the state level. Mm-hmm. We no longer have the reporting of the news. We have commentary. That's right. And uh, it makes it difficult for someone like me mm-hmm. to even watch the news. I'm sure. 
because I, I I'm going what? Mm-hmm. Which there's there's a for instance there's a local television station here in our area where the anchor teases to a reporter in the field. Uh, let's say that the issue has to do with um, a fire mm-hmm. in a building. We've had that recently, mm-hmm. a fire in the building. And so the anchor, if, if I had been the anchor, mm-hmm. this is the way it was done in my time. Yeah. You know, this is that old man talk. Mm-hmm. This is the way we did it in my day. <laughs> I would say John Smith is on the scene mm-hmm. where there's a fire. That's all I would say. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, the anchor says, John Smith is out there to tell us that there was no fire that big yesterday, right, Bill? Mm-hmm. He's given the reporter his lines. Yeah. And I, that's commentary. Mm-hmm. It's edging into it more and more. Right. Yeah, uh, I could harp on that for a long time. <laughs> but it makes it difficult to watch. It does. For me. It does. And, you know, when, they, when the media does that, it just... It, puts politics basically into every situation. You know, you look at something as terrible as, you know, a school shooting and automatically mm-hmm. political. Instead right. of, yeah. you know, let's report that it happened. Let's mm-hmm. report, you know, that these are the steps that the community is going to make, take to hopefully prevent this from happening again in that community. That's right. Now, now our podcast is commentary. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. don't say it's news. That's we right. don't say we're coming on here to tell you what happened mm-hmm. out on the street. Yeah. We are talking about the issues. Right. We, we want to inform, mm-hmm. but we also want people that have ideas to let us know what yeah. you think about what we're talking about. That's right. Uh, that's that's important. Mm-hmm. So you have lived here. Uh, the issue is, people say, you've, have you lived here all your life? Well, not yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you've been here. You were born and raised here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reina Lucero. Yes. All right. What's going on now that is bothering you or that is a concern to you? A concern that I have in our community right now is maybe the lack of interest that our community has in getting involved with um, our local boards for leaders, hospital board, maybe even, you know, School board, it looks like it's pretty set up right now. Commission. Commissioners. Hmm. You know, we do have elections coming up. You know, in November here in Cuyahoga County, we have sheriff that's coming up. I do know that we have two um, interested parties to run for sheriff mm-hmm. as of right now, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, I don't know if, you know, we have a commissioner that's going to come up. I don't know if he'll run, if he'll run unopposed or not. But And then even just our unelected boards, you know, we have economic development. We have a theater board, you know, fire board, these kind of local boards wow. that all matter. On sure. every level. And and that's uh, why you have a board, isn't That's it? right, yeah. So you can yeah. have all the input. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think my frustration is that a lot of people like to talk about all the bad decisions that these boards are making or, oh, you know, they don't do this, they don't do that. But nobody's stepping up to the plate, essentially, and no. saying, let me do better. If I know better, let me do better. And that frustrates me. And, you know, I feel like I'm in a position where how can I say that? And I'm not stepping up to these boards but um, with my current employment with the newspaper, mm-hmm. it's hard for me to stay biased as a writer if I were to sit on boards. So I feel like that's my justification for being able to sit here and say, you well, know, you need to run for office. 
when I myself just can't I'm not do a, it. I'm not a paid employee. <laughs> I I write a piece so I can write whatever I That's take. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I have mentioned mm-hmm. in my piece, it's called "As Time Goes By," the same as is the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it what what I can do is talk about the I, I call it the um, the tiny. And attitudes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ah, that's not where I want to go with that. Help me out. I, I want to. I want to say that people. We we have the Garden of Eden here. Mm-hmm. We have a, a beautiful community. We have lovely people, mm-hmm. and we have some of those lovely people are at odds with other lovely people yes. to the point that they won't go to the same restaurant. Mm-hmm. They won't do this. They won't you know do that. And uh, because that person does it, and I don't, I'm not going to be involved with that mm-hmm. person. We're bigger than that. That's right. And I, I would like to see people at least have uh, the genteel attitude about uh, what a lovely place we have, mm-hmm. and let's get uh, well. Let's get along. Yeah. There's, there's the comment. Yeah. That's my comment. Mm-hmm. Because I've made the comment to you. And I think we said this in our last podcast. I don't let people hurt my feelings. Right. Uh, I mean, if I get into that syndrome, that uh, you, okay, so you don't like my column. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You have a right not to like my column, you idiot. I mean, mm-hmm. no, 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 I wouldn't uh-huh. say that. Right. Because that, that would be small of mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd like to see some bigness on people who oppose one another on issues on boards mm-hmm. or whatever. I agree. I think, you know, let bygones be bygones. Let, you know, your personal feelings stay outside yeah. and come together for the benefit of our community, the benefit of our children, for, you know, yeah. everyone. Think so of what could be accomplished if we didn't have all those little things going mm-hmm. on. That's right. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to be there. His, he's on that board. Exactly. Yeah. No, that, that, that bothers me. Okay, that brings me to a, 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 an advertisement. Okay. I can do this. You can do no, this. Yeah, this is, okay. A week from tonight, which is the 17th of January, mm-hmm. okay, Fight Club. Yes. And I like to explain what Fight Club is. I will admit that Fight Club sounds like what it's not. Mm-hmm. It is a really cooperative time that we have together. It's for men. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's for men is because men normally are the heads of their household, or at least think they are. Mm-hmm. And, so, <laughs> and uh, we've discovered, those of us who are participants in Fight Club, and I have been over the years since living in uh, the Parker area, mm-hmm. um, the Fight Club idea is that there's evil in the world, and that we want, as men, to uh, achieve victory over that which is evil in the world. And we found that our wives, our girlfriends, our mothers, our daughters, all appreciate mm-hmm. what Fight Club has become. And that is, there are no, there are no jokes about women. There, there's no putting, and you know, I can remember in the early days when I was going to Fight Club, my wife would say, is, isn't this the night for Fight Club? I, mm-hmm. I think you ought to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that was very encouraging. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to point it out Fight Club is this coming, well, it's a week from tonight, mm-hmm. at uh, JJ's Restaurant. And by the way, 
JJ's restaurant is normally closed on Monday, mm -hmm. but Jennifer, who owns and runs that restaurant, allows us to come and have a meeting there at 6.30. That's great. Which is Fight Club, and I just have to commend her for that. Yes. She opens a restaurant, and she will, her, her wait people mm -hmm. will wait on them as well as our club meeting, mm -hmm. which is back in the meeting room. But I just have to say thank you, Jennifer. You make it possible for us to do this. We have to do it on Mondays because we've discovered that school activities normally, mm -hmm. when we have them, mm -hmm. uh, will take place on those other days of the week. Yep. Yep. Mondays are somehow sacrosanct, mm -hmm. <laughs> and we can have our meeting. So Fight Club men, come on, join us. You'll find that it's a good place to be good. on a Monday night. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So that's my advertisement. Okay. What else is happening? Well, I I think I'm a little out of touch. I've since the new year I've tried to just kind of put my head down and focus on my personal life and mm -hmm. getting everything ready. I start school again here in a few weeks. And well, you have a personal life? Well, <laughs> I, I'll call it that, but I, it's not very, you know. Throw it in. It's not very active. But, um, well, there's a lot of things going on in my life, so I've just tried to kind of put my head down and enjoy my family. Because when school starts for me, um, I believe it's like the 20th or something like that, um, I'll be really busy again. And between yeah. that and working for the paper, writing for the paper, and I was going to say the things that, I do. Uh, you, you will note, if you read the uh, Independent, mm -hmm. you will note a byline with, if you wonder how to, what, what, what Reyna, what is that what kind of a name is that? Mm -hmm. You'll find it as a byline yes. in the newspaper from time mm -hmm. to time with Lucero. So yes. Reyna. Uh, I, I I love reading what you write. I love meeting at this table with you, and because I know you know what's mm -hmm. going on around us. Well, I appreciate that, and yeah, it's my honor to sit here with you as well. Well, and... well thank you. Oh, that's good. Well, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be coming at you with our podcast as time goes by with Rachel Bryan, and I hope you'll join us uh, whenever you go to uh, Spotify mm -hmm. and look for. As time goes by, we'll be there. We're going to make it as fresh as possible, as often as possible, mm -hmm. and to keep you up to date. So that's it for us today, and we'll say so long. So long.